Numbers mean a lot. And if you're not going to do your homework, analyze deals, look at things, go the extra mile and do what is necessary to outperform the competition, the competition will build that conduit of trust with your potential client faster than you will. And if a client can't trust you, a client will not service and or work with you. So again, three keys to building trust with your client base faster than your competition. Number one is you have to outpace them. Number two, you have to outsmart them. And number three, you have to outperform them. If you do those three things in that order, you will be very successful, not just in real estate, but whatever you want to do. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W-2 earner or real estate or tech sales professional that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you wanna become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you too. You're gonna learn a ton. You will learn from real life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're gonna share their blueprints for success. And I'm super excited that you're here. So I hope you enjoy the show. All right. Hello, hello. This is Abel Pacheco, your host for the Five Talents Podcast. We are super excited, as always, to bring you some additional educational information for investing, for financial freedom, for multifamily, commercial real estate. And we are pleased to provide you with some bonus episodes. So if you've been following our show, there are 186, I don't know, 187 something shows that we've been able to record with some phenomenal guests. And Last year, when COVID was bringing us down at one of the hardest levels for networking and person events, we started a virtual meetup and we were doing weekly Wednesdays. And we did those for, gosh, it felt like a little under a year. And every once in a while, we would have some really solid guests deliver some really great information. It was just for our meetup attendees. And we are finally going to publish those. So we're excited to put them out, some unreleased, unpublished, some versions of our meetup. So I just wanted to provide you a heads up. These are going to be the next few bonus episodes, push them out and get some information, additional education out to you all. So hopefully you enjoy. We trust that you you all are liking, are sending reviews, written reviews to our podcast. The number of positive ratings continues to grow. So we appreciate your listening, your support, your social support as well on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the different places that we push to. So and Instagram. So thank you very much for everything. And I hope you enjoy the next several episodes. I wanted to bring Marcus on. Marcus is one of those individuals that I know, like, and trust that I highly take his advice from on a regular basis. I talk a lot about mentorship, coaching, guidance, that type of thing to make sure that I am always feeding my mind, somebody to watch my blind spots, somebody to help me guide me through. 
and we talk about this in commercial real estate, but also I truly highly believe it's super valuable in what you're doing as an entrepreneur, as an individual, feeding your mind and having somebody to help you as a life coach, in addition to the business side. And when I hired Marcus as my coach, I think it's been more than a year now. year and a half. Uh, a year and a half already. So I meet with Marcus. Well, when I don't cancel on him, one every week, once a week. And it has drastically improved my performance, just like any other regular coach would. And if you're a professional career, having somebody help you on that side, if you're a real estate, commercial real estate expert, and then having somebody who's been there, done that. Well, Marcus is a little bit of both for me. So I, I met him at a real estate conference that I was at. He was speaking as a mentor and a coach and uh, talking about the importance of, and man, I heard his story and it is amazing. So I said, well, if I'm going to take advice, I want somebody who's done 10 times, a hundred times more than I've ever done. Or I want somebody who's been through the lowest of lows that I've ever done. And at that point, Marcus was both. <laughs> he, had, he had hit the highs and the lows. And I go, man, if I'm going to learn from somebody, I'm going to learn from uh, this individual. And it's a lot more than real estate coaching that I take from him, but just life coaching. And it's been amazing. So anyways, I wanted to invite him, bring him into my world on this side and allow you all to take my, maybe my weekly hour and not take it, just give it to you all as well. So Marcus, let me turn it over to you, my friend. And just real quick, introduction before we get into the meat. Tell us who you are and what you do, and we'll just start a great conversation here, my friend. So my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, D.C. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina area. I am a national, international keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, real estate developer, and I'm a former NFL athlete as well, uh, Abel. So he's had a few rounds in a few different <laughs> arenas. I've been, a few, I've been a few places here or there. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, kind of share his story and allow you all to maybe ask some questions as well. So let's just start at your story, because I think it's awe-inspiring, and I think that'd be a great spot. So again, Abel, I played a National Football League, but before that, I went to Howard University in Washington, D.C., same place my dad went to play for the Bison in Northwest D.C., I left Howard. I got drafted to the National Football League. I was drafted in 2003 by Jack Del Rio, who's now the defensive coordinator for the Washington football team of the NFL. I had a fantastic six-year NFL career. My brother played for 12 years with the Baltimore Ravens, and it was just great. I mean, a lot of great things. I learned a lot about business, learned about mindset, about leadership. From there, though, Abel and everybody else, I struggled immensely with what to do next. I became an alcoholic. I became manic depressive. I became a pain popping addict, a nightlife junkie, a gambler, all these things that were really, really bad for my soul because I was just lost. And I ended up after about six months of feeling sorry for myself, I finally found my construction company, which is called Caden Premier Enterprises. I'm sorry, it was called Caden Premier Enterprises. We started the company in 2008. And by the time I was going into 2011, we became the largest general contract, excuse me, the largest subcontractor in the city of Baltimore, the state of Maryland, the area of site work and development. We did grading, we did utilities, we did development in different projects. We worked for Towson University, Johns Hopkins Hospital, all this phenomenal stuff. We became an eight figure a year earning business able but unfortunately, as the company grew, I didn't have a coach like you hired me to help keep me in line. 
I didn't let someone get into my mind, my mindset, you know, my disposition who actually cared about me and my growth and my trajectory and not getting becoming an arrogant, egotistical maniac. And because of that, Abel, when I didn't have anybody and my partner kept feeding my ego and making me worse and worse and worse, and I can take full responsibility for that because I allowed that, I literally started to become this person that nobody could talk to. And my best employee tried to help me not make the mistakes we were going to make because he saw it forthcoming. But because I had a huge line of credit, I was this big guy all over town, I'm this big shot, so in my mind, I didn't listen to him. And he resigned and Tuesday he was gone. And like he predicted, Abel, six months later, I'm completely bankrupt, lost everything. Home foreclosed on, both cars repossessed in the same day. When I got to Raleigh in 2013, April, I had $400 to my name. I was about a week to a week and a half away from being homeless. I had lost it all, all because I didn't have a mentor, a coach, a support circle, people to listen to, to help me make real good decisions. As a result of that, I paid the ultimate price. So I ended up coming to Raleigh. I was working a couple of jobs, was fired from two jobs in the same week. The only job I could get able besides being a football trainer was I was a custodian working for $8 to 25 cents an hour on the graveyard shift, 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. And I had my aha rock bottom spoiled milk moment where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty banana peels and horrible protruding garbage Covered my body, my skin, my clothes at 4.30 in the morning, taking the trash out. But Abel, like I tell all my clients, I tell all my coaching clients, without that moment, I don't wake up. So I actually woke up and I said, wow, Marcus, you're to blame for not being successful. You made the mistakes. I said, okay, I'm going to go home and write down my three biggest strengths. I'm going to figure out what I'm really good at. And I'm going to go and I'm going to compute that and go move forward. I said, okay, I'm going to be a speaker. I'm good at communication. I'm good at getting to help people. And I want to share my story. For two and a half years, Abel, not one paid job. Not one. Got my first paid job April 2016. And I haven't looked back since. I've worked for 23 Fortune 500 companies in the last five years. I'm a real estate developer on some big projects, multifamily, working with you on one job, looking at some projects in Charlotte. I'm actually going to be going to a real estate multifamily mastermind as a speaker in June in Las Vegas. I work for real estate companies, mortgage companies. I've worked for private you know, capital racers, doing speaking events, all this kind of great stuff. But what I'm going to tell you is the following. There's three things you have to develop to have a super strong mindset, Abel. We've talked about this. Number one, you have to have good energy and move with passion, have good physiology. If you're trying to get into a business like real estate, multifamily, if you're trying to raise capital, get into JV deals, work with people, be part of great events like this, masterminds, if you don't have good energy, if you're not excited about what you're doing, people are going to see right through you. Because at the end of the day, they'll look at you as somebody that's transactional, not relationship. So that's number one. Number two, you have to control your mental focus. I tell Abel all the time, you have to miss a call. I understand, man. Focus on what you need to do and the task at hand. Because if you don't focus on what you can do and what you need to do, 
you are going to have problems because you're not going to be able to get to where you want to go for the long haul. And then number three, you have to believe at your core that you deserve to succeed. At the end of the day, Abel, everybody deserves to succeed, but you have to believe it and you have to have that inner passion to beat out your competitors. And there's three things, Abel, three very important things I'm going to talk about moment to help you outpace your competitors. Number one, okay, is you have to do just that. You have to outpace them. People say, Marcus, what does outpace mean? You have to consistently show up every single day, every single play when your competition is not doing that. In this game of real estate, development, investing, growing a portfolio, if you're not going to outpace people, do your homework, analyze projects, look at the numbers, do your data, do your listening to podcasts, all these things, if you're not going to outpace the competition, you'll not build trust with your potential client base. The second thing you have to do is outsmart the competition. If you're going to be very strategic, if you're going to be very forward thinking, you have to devise a plan. You have to create some sort of roadmap, some sort of blueprint for your life. If you're not going to have a blueprint, you're not going to have a roadmap, you're not going to be able to outsmart the competition and build that conduit of trust between you and a potential client. And the third thing you have to do is outperform the competition. Numbers mean a lot. And if you're not going to do your homework, analyze deals, look at things, go the extra mile and do what is necessary to outperform the competition, the competition will build that conduit of trust with your potential client faster than you will. And if a client can't trust you, a client will not service and or work with you. So again, three keys to building trust with your client base faster than your competition. Number one is you have to outpace them. Number two, you have to outsmart them. And number three, you have to outperform them. If you do those three things in that order, you will be very successful, not just in real estate, but whatever you want to do. Abel? So everyone gets an idea. This is what I get on a weekly basis. I'm like, the man. <laughs> I love it. I'm And I'm, I'm taking notes. I was like, wait, is everyone else here? Is this one on one for me again? What's going on, Marcus? <laughs> so appreciative. I think we should set up some more times like this, man. So these are amazing. If you're taking some notes, we'll get the recording eventually on YouTube somewhere. But that energy, focus, and belief, when you have it, you are unstoppable, right? You just have to focus and put all your energy and you have to believe. And if you don't, you're not going to have that successful dream or manifestation of, of the reality that you want. You've, you've got to focus in on that. And Marcus, I think you're absolutely right. Some of the nuggets that you've told me over the past year and a half that we've been meeting, I just realized as you're going through this, Man, you, you've been steering me in a play-by-play -play almost high-level strategy and then tactical, and you're very concise on giving those nuggets, right? So give us a few more of these nuggets like that we can apply in whatever field we're in right now. We're all pretty much real estate people, but some of us are investors, some of us are 
like you said, developers, some of us are want to do more JV deals. Some of us are selling software. Some of us are tax 1031 people, right? As these insights are very applicable, sometimes it's hard to get started. Like I get these bullet points, outpace competitors, outsmart, outperform. Like, man, how do I tackle this mental part? How do I even get started rolling? It's so hard, so much to work to do. Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're going to appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate the Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're gonna show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating, I'm gonna give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5tcre.com forward slash ebook, 5tcre.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it. So the first thing you have to do, Abel, is you have to set realistic goals as you move towards your destination. Where mm-hmm. most people fail in this, especially real estate, they set too lofty of goals and then they're not realistic in strategies and tactical plans to get to those goals and have them become accomplishments. So mm-hmm. first thing you have to do is you have to identify what part of you're going to be in. You're going to be an investor, syndication, JV, multifamily, what type of multifamily? What kind of return are you looking for? You have to really get very focused. Once you've done that, set some realistic small steps and goals to get to your final destination and beyond. But where most people struggle, able is like, I want to do everything. I want to do this on this. Well, problem is you can't do everything. The human mind was designed to do a lot of things, but it wasn't designed to do everything. And if you don't know how to just make some goals and make them very strategic and very tactical to execute, you're going to get burnt out when it comes to real estate because it's a lot of work and a lot of people burn out because they set too lofty of goals. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Because so even um, I'll share with everyone, as we began our coaching with Marcus, first thing he does, hey, tell me about what you have today. Tell me about where you want to go and tell me about the systems or processes. Tell me a little bit about each one. So I'm elaborating it. We're meeting once, twice, three times. Okay, great. Let's talk about your goals. Let's write those down. And here's your high level strategy, but then here's the tactics on each one. So now the beginning of the year, we start again. Well, what do you want to do? I go, well, I want to be a lion's share, a general partner syndicator on some bigger deals. Last year was about numbers. This year, how do I get a larger piece of the pie? on smaller deals, if that's the case. And, and he's like, okay, well, what do you need to do? What's stopping you to get there? I go, well, I need to raise, like have a single capital raise for me in my situation, $5 million or whatever that amount is four or 5 million bucks. And he goes, okay, well, what do you need to do to get there? And we kind of start lining it back into all these tactical plans. And 
and just having the clarity of, oh, this is what I'm doing every day. It's not for no reason. I'm not running just to run, but I'm very focused and put all my time, effort and energy and try to make sure that uh, I know I can do it. And then once we laser focus on it, it's just now I'm grinding, but it's definitely in a, in the path that I want to take it to. So I think you've been phenomenal at, at helping me stay clear on, on those goals. So. Well, also Abel, now what you're doing is look at you, you are outpacing people. You are doing these groups. When I first met you, you weren't doing groups like uh, you didn't have a podcast. You didn't have any type of real email system set up. You didn't have a newsletter. You didn't have a blog. Like you didn't create what I call incoming traffic bound opportunities where you put something out and it brings people in. If you're always chasing people all the time, trying to get out there and get in front of people, you will burn out eventually, right? Because at the end of the day, like for example, I have a call a day at 2.30 with a guy, hey Mars, I love your content on LinkedIn. It's so inspiring. Can you and I chat about you speaking to one of our events this year? I had never met him, right? I had never known who he was. He's in my inner circle of LinkedIn. I knew who he was by his picture. I don't know who he is that's actually meeting him yet. But without me putting out that constant you know, content to bring people in through the conduit, through the funnel to get me to where I can speak to them about business, about real estate, about development, about coaching, I would be in a much different position. But you're outpacing people. You're outsmarting them because you're learning how to take parts of deals and let's look at this deal. I'm going to do this much. Look at that deal. Like you're not spreading yourself too thin, which is why you're what? Not burning out. And you're outperforming people, which is exactly why people keep doing what, Abel? Investing in your deals. So you are out, you are outpacing people. You are outsmarting people. You are outperforming people, which is why yeah. you're where you are today, which yeah, is why, you're, why your portfolio has had almost a 40% growth since in the last 18 months. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> It's been amazing having you as, you know, kind of a professional coach and also a real estate coach, because you can see both sides of what's going on, but you're hundred percent right. It's the more that we do push out there, that's content that continues to share some inside video and somebody, you know, 45,000 downloads since we've started, there would be no way for me to have that many conversations with that many people and have that many, you know, new, probably five to five-ish new people show up on my calendar every single week to kind of ask me about some investments. There's no way. There's no way. So anyways, this is awesome. Well, Marcus, I know you've got a hard stop in a few minutes, so I, I don't want to make you late for your meeting. Let me at least open it up and give everyone opportunity to engage here. Marcus is here for us. So thank you very much, Marcus. This is amazing. Absolutely. Well, I have a quick question. Go for it, Bastian. So Mark is setting goals. I mean, that makes sense, right? But how do you know that, first of all, those goals are attainable, but also you're stretching yourself enough to, you know, get uncomfortable. So Basha, this is where you have to have someone guide you who is or has been or going higher than where you want to go. So like with Abel, some things he and I talked about after being in the business for so long, I knew some things Abel was trying to do in his first six months was not realistic. So I said, Abel, look, instead of trying to get into this many deals in the first six months, 
Let's analyze these couple of deals in the first six months and maybe get into one or two maximum deals where you're not spreading yourself too thin. So really and truly bashing, you need to have somebody, a mentor, a guy, and someone can actually help you. Because if we don't have somebody looking at it from the outside in for us, we don't really know. We don't really understand because our mind is like focused on success, which is the right thing to do. But we don't know if we're, if we're being unrealistic, we're spreading ourselves too thin. Because I have a coach and he helps me in the same fashion where, Marcus, do this and do this. If you try to do this in the next three months, it's not going to work. So you need somebody that has a fresh set of eyes that can be very objective to give you the information you need so you do not, like you said, set something too unrealistic and or burn out trying to chase your goals and your dreams. Yep. Good. Hey, Marcus, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom with us, man. It feels so much power and I feel the feel the love too in the group. So thanks for sharing that with us today. I was going to ask you, as you're coaching with all of these individuals and kind of unlocking their potential here, what type of limiting beliefs do you run into that we can help kind of like overcome, right? Some common stuff. You know stuff. what, Derek, the biggest belief limiting factor I've seen in people is just trusting in themselves. People just think, well, I don't know. I don't have the experience. I don't have the, you know, I don't know. I, I have a client, great guy, phenomenal realtor in the Cleveland, Ohio area. Been working with him on his speaking side. If I could get him to see how great he is in speaking like he is within the real estate, he'd be a, a $10,000 hour speaker by now. But for some reason, because he hasn't done it, he feels I hasn't had any success in it, that track record. He kind of feels like, oh, I'm an imposter trying to speak. I said, look, every, and this is what I tell everybody. Every expert was once a beginner. I did not start out speaking on stages for like Home Depot, AXA Equitable, JP Morgan and Chase, all these great firms. I started for a Boys and Girls Club, a Pop Warner football team, a middle school football team. And I worked from there. So I, a lot of times, if I can get people to get by the biggest obstacle that I see pretty much consistently across the board themselves, then we can, the magic starts to happen. Like Abel was dialing, like, I remember him saying, Marcus, I, I don't have time for a podcast. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, like, who's going to listen to me? And what do I have to say? Well, it's easy for you to say, you're a former NFL athlete. I said, what in the world does that have to do with real estate? You have a voice. You have a message. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'll try it, Coach. I'll try it. Now, forty thousand downloads in. Look what we're talking about, right there. So it's getting past that disbelief that you're not good enough. Once you get past that, great things happen. That's great stuff, man. And if you don't mind me asking, what type of techniques do you have for that? Is it just like? just continuing to talk through this and, and name the fear or what type of things do you, would, could we take away from so that? So we identify the fear, right? And we identify, okay, what strengths do you possess? Then we take the strengths you possess and we start to chip away at the foundational blocks that that fear is built on. Every fear is built in our mind from some experience. I was afraid of starting a speaking business. Why? Because I failed my butt off in construction. Lost it all. Home, both cars repossessed Derek in the same day. Not same week, not same day. Literally, $4 to my name, nothing left. So what I do is 
because I've gone through my coaching and I've worked with this on able it's work for him like a charm is we take your strengths and we start to chip away at those foundational fear pillars. And eventually you cut them down from 10 to nine to eight, all the way down to zero. And then from there, you keep moving forward. And as new fears arise, you look at new strengths to identify that fit against that fear. And we continue to chop those away as well. Like Abel's podcast is doing phenomenal. But again, think about this, Abel. If you would have started when I asked you to probably about six months before that, think how far you'd be now. But you know, who's counting? Who's counting? Yeah, right. In March or April. So March was end of the world. April was like, okay, let's figure out how to get there. Because I had just quit my job in January, which we were leading up to Marcus. I was meeting with Marcus while I had my professional W-2 job. So the most I made W, you know, 300K W-2. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to bounce. You know, it's a good time. And he kind of coached me through all this stuff. So we were getting to it. January comes, I bail. Cool. March, COVID. And April, he's like, okay, let's do it. This is what you got to go do. You got to get out there, visual, virtual, do this event. You got to start speaking on stages, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just make some calls because I was comfortable on calls. What I was not comfortable was recording video or something like, you know, just I wasn't super comfortable. If you looked at my LinkedIn and all that stuff, I just started doing video this, this year. Right. So I think that was, you know, the, the constant push and just having somebody to kind of look outside in saying, this is what you need to do and then go do it. So, yeah. See a question uh, in, the, in the chat. So I, yeah, let's get to one. Cause I, I know you have a hard stop. Benny asked a question here. Benny Resenda is a really good buddy. He's not in his place to speak, but he's like, Hey man, thank you so much for speaking, Marcus. A lot of incredible stories. A perseverance begin in time with not a lot to lose or when people hit rock bottom. So many people are not at the rock bottom, but in the middle of the spectrum, they still need motivation and fearlessness of somehow that, hey, that, that's their bottom. How can we get inspiration, motivation of someone that is at a rock bottom without actually hitting a that's rock bottom? Why, that's a this, good question. And this is exactly why you hire a mentor mm-hmm. or a coach who's been there. And to be very specific, I don't want a coach who's all about theory. Because if you only know about theory, what you've read in life, that's not going to help me because you don't know, you don't really know what to do when the stuff hits. You don't know, you can't go read a book, how to get out of bankruptcy, and then just think it's going to massively happen because there's a lot of factors that happen in real life you can't put into a book or into some sort of podcast. So what you want to do is find someone that you trust and have them mentor you, coach you, however you want it to be. So this is why I tell people, people hire me, Abel, so they don't make the same mistakes I did. Abel, you have stayed away from making big mistakes. And you've, again, Abel, you've had a percent increase in your net worth in the last 18 months. 40%. Why? Because you've stepped out of your comfort zone. You've got rid of that limiting belief. You invested with me and you've made probably about a hundred X return minimum. That's what you have to do. You have to take that plunge. And, and when you meet with somebody like somebody like a me or whomever that coach might be, it's on faith. Then when you get consistent and you show up and you do again, you outpace, outsmart, outperform, people start to build what? Trust. And when trust happens, great things happen. So to exactly to answer your question, 
Hire someone who has been at rock bottom to teach you what, Abel, how not to hit how to get, rock how not to get there, yeah. That's what you need to do. Abel will never hit rock bottom. Why? Because I've hit it and because I know what to stay away from, he'll never get there. And that's exactly what you should be doing. A coach who's been there should never want his clients to get it because they know how bad it really is. So that's the key. Hire someone to keep you from getting to that point. It's good stuff, Marcus. Well, hey, brother, I know you have to go. Uh, I do. But anybody, say, anybody can call me anytime, email me, my cell phone. There's our website. Again, reach out to me. But again, just to close with this, to build trust with your client base, potential client base, fast your competitors, outpace the competition, outsmart the competition, outperform the competition. If you do those three things, you can have whatever your heart desires. Thanks for having me on, Abel. Thank you, Marcus. Really have a great day, everybody. That. I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who followed their dreams and achieved massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast, give us a five-star rating, and most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked, tell us your favorite guests, give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.